a fabringen, in Yiddish a term meaning a joyous gathering, but it's really so much more. It's insight, it's inspiration, it's the bottom line. Join Rabbi Levi Avtson, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. for the Fabringen, only on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avtson from Linksfield Shul. The point I want to get across today is that in moments like these, we start thinking that all our issues are outside of us. Corona, anti-Semitism, politics, um, economy, and we, we spend a lot of time fretting about this stuff. And some of the stuff is definitely worth fretting, and some of the ideas we've actually explored the last few weeks. But if we're absolutely honest with ourselves, the person that we have to focus on the most and the person who causes us the most grief is ourselves. In other words, we spend so much time thinking that the problems are outside of us, but ultimately, our biggest challenges are from within. Our biggest pain is the pain within, within ourselves, the pain of our relationships with the people close to us, and trying to believe that if the world outside would be sorted, we would be okay inside is foolish, and it's false. Because even in the times in our life when, the, when life was great outside, it didn't change our insides. So now people are convincing themselves that the reason they're stressed out is COVID and financial, and it's all true. It's all true. There's big stuff going on and anti-Semitism, as I said, and the war in Israel, thank God that's over, and local politics and the future of the country. But that's just projection on the most part. Because if you're at peace with yourself, then you could live in a messy world. But if you're a mess in yourself, then the world's mess it just exasperates it. In other words, most of us think that the big issues in life are the stuff that make it on the front page of newspapers, headlines. The big stuff in this world are, are what matters. But for you and I, what really matters, you and I. It doesn't mean that politics doesn't matter. There's a place for it. It doesn't mean that world news doesn't matter. There's a place for it. But the biggest place has to be given for ourselves. And it's not selfish. But it's an awareness that Hashem, that God placed me in this world first and foremost to live my life. We spend so much time out of our own body trying to live other lives, trying to figure out the politics of the country, trying to figure out, you know, solutions to problems outside ourselves. And yes, again, there's room for that. But too many of us are not spending enough time within ourselves trying to solve our own lives. Yes, COVID is nasty. And yes, the last year and a half have been a huge challenge. But the biggest challenge is what it does to our perception of self and are we healthy within? Because really that's, that's the message I want to, I, I want to bring across to myself. And that is we talk about big stuff. Last year, last week we spoke about anti-Semitism. The week before we spoke about the war in Israel. It's big stuff. And that's important. But what's a million times more important is me getting my life right. Because one life isn't small, and the whole world isn't big. In God's eyes, there is no small, there's no big. All Hashem, not all, but the main thing God asks of me is to get my life right. And the more I get my life right, by extension, I start healing those around me, and I start healing the wider world. We have too many people trying to fix others, and too few people trying to fix themselves. And here's the issue. How in the world can I heal you 
if I myself aren't healed. Yes, I could get you to do a mitzvah, I could get you to do the right thing, but if I really want to bring emotional, spiritual health, I have to work with myself. And the more I work with myself by extension, by, by osmosis, automatically, it will branch out into the atmosphere, it will go around. And often when I see all these activists and activism and everyone's like activists, and like I sometimes wonder, you know, maybe the world would do a little better with a few less activists and a few more people actually working on themselves. You have a bunch of, you know, students in, this, in, in, in um, universities trying to save the world, often with left-wing politics and, and even extreme right-wing politics. And... You ask yourself, you say, guys, you know, it's very nice that you have a passion to save the world, and it's a wonderful attribute, but can you get your life in order? I mean, you know, don't drink the whole night, don't party, um, don't see the world in black and white, but rather the world is much more nuanced. The point is, way too many people are trying to save this planet and save the world and save society, but too few people are trying to save themselves and trying to get their life in order, trying to get their life balanced, trying to get their values right. And I believe that's why we, we, we have so many revolutions in our world throughout history, especially in the last few hundred years. Every few years there's this new massive idea that takes the world by storm and everybody tries to impose it on everybody else. And then it just leads to disappointment. We could go from the isms, communism, um, socialism, fascism, um, and then to, you know, ideas like technology. Techno if, if only everybody gets a smartphone and if only everybody gets connected to Facebook, that's going to solve the world's problems. Every few years there's this new thing that everybody goes running, you know, tripping over themselves, trying to find it, trying to, we're finally going to unite the world. We're finally going to get the world right. And each time it leads to tremendous disappointment and often not only disappointment, but a lot of tragedy. Communism's killed over 100 million people in the last 100 years. Um, Facebook has, uh, and, and other social media, with all the good they've done, have caused a lot more havoc than good. Um, to politics, to hatred, to division, to uh, addiction, etc. So, I often ask myself, I say, yes, tikkun olam, fixing the world is important. But fix yourself. As the Talmud says, fix yourself and then fix others. It doesn't mean you have to wait to be perfect to impact others, but focus inwards. Don't only focus outwards. You'll only be able to impact the other as much as you're impacting yourself. Otherwise, it's not words that are coming from a genuine place. And ungenuine words don't really touch the other person genuinely. So my question I'm asking today is like, you know, we think it's the COVID that's my problem. If only we'll get the vaccines, please God, soon, and that will solve it. If only there's peace in the Middle East. If only um, the politics around the world, you know, calms down. If only this, if only that, it's going to solve the issues, but everybody's looking outward as the cause of the problems and the solution. But the solution's not outside yourself, and the problem's not outside yourself or myself. I am my problem, and I am my solution. I have to work on myself. I have to work on my my character, on my values, on my emotions, on my priorities, on the way I see this world, on my spirituality, on my relationships, on my authenticity, etc., etc on all this stuff, and automatically that will bring health to the environment around me. 
But can we all take a break from everybody trying to save this world, especially when all it takes for most people to save the world is just to become a social media screamer and just post nasty messages or, you know, defensive messages or offensive. Like everybody just, everybody's trying to save this world. That's like one of the big, um, people see the big blessings of social media, but I think it's one of the biggest curses. Like everybody calm down. God's going to save this world, and God put us all here to save our part of the world. And the more people that can get their life in order, their sanity, their focus, their priorities, their relationships, their parenting, their community, their social life in order, the world will heal itself automatically. Can everybody take a pause from saving the planet, from saving everybody else, from helping others? And can everybody, and can we all stop believing this narrative that the issues are outside of us? Because please God, COVID will go away. If not fully, we'll get vaccines. We'll be able to return to normal life as many countries are. But do you really think that our issues are going to go away with that? A lachenkap, not a chance. Because my issues aren't COVID and my issues will not be solved by my, by a vaccine. My issues are my, are my journey. And the only way I solve it is by going on my journey, fighting my fight, doing the world, doing the journey that Hashem, that God sent me to do, and to do it with authenticity. But let's be honest, the problem's not outside and the solution's not outside. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 Chai FM, Rabbi Levi Yatsen of Linksfield Shul, and we are here today on the Fabrengen Show. You were just listening to Rebano Shalom by Simcha Liner. And what we're trying to explore today is this idea of focusing inward, especially when things outside of ourselves seem to be fraught and tense. And again, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not necessarily having conversation about how to see what's going on outside, what perception we should have about the struggles outside of ourselves, the COVID, the anti-Semitism, um, the financial struggles, etc. That's not what my focus on. My, my focus is to to really understand that we are our own worst enemy and we are our own worst, our best friend. In other words, focus inward. Focus on getting yourself right. You see, I, someone told me that. Uh, again, I didn't research this, but I imagine it to be somewhat true, that if you collected all the COVID in this world, all the droplets, it wouldn't even fit. It wouldn't fill a cup. And yet it turned our world upside down. The point is that small things can have huge transformation. You can, can't even see the COVID with an invisible eye, uh, with an eye, rather, with, under a microscope, and yet it changes the world. So small, big is irrelevant from a deeper perspective. When I get myself right, when I focus on my own spiritual, emotional health, for all I know, I'm healing the world through that. Who says that to heal the world, you need to heal millions? Maybe you just need to heal one. As Maimonides writes, a person should always consider the world to be as a scale on balance, and all it takes is one action, one thought, one word that can tip the scale to the side of good. In other words, World domination, transforming the whole world, has never been an ideal in Judaism. And let me explain what I mean. Yes, the goal is that the world is slowly transformed, but the the key word is slowly. We've, We've been very patient over the years. 
there have been other groups, other religions, other ideologies that they felt that they have to come and take the world by storm and by hook or by crook, force their ideology down people's throats. So whether when you know communism hit China and they decide they have to turn hundreds of millions of people into it, they imposed it. On the road, they killed tens of millions of people, but they imposed an ideology. As you know, various religions in the um, Christianity in its time, Islam in its time, going and conquering and and bringing their philosophy. And again, fascism in its own way. And I'm not comparing ideologies. Some of these ideologies are beautiful and magnificent, and some are absolutely evil. That's not my point. My point is, how do you transform the world? Do you go by imposing your value system on others, or do you step by step, one little thing? doing one mitzvah at a time, educating your kids to the best of your ability, building your community to the best of your ability, and slowly but surely allowing that to spill outward. And yes, Judaism over four millennia, three and a half millennia, has spilled outward. It birthed the other monotheistic religions. It birthed incredible values and innovation, etc., but very much in a slow, methodical, organic process. And that's the key word, organic. Step by step. Focusing inward is not selfish. Focusing inward is a decision that the only way I can really bring healing outside myself is if I'm healthy within myself. That if I can build my own community, my own life, by extension, that will bring healing to others. You know, often... People will talk about Jewish values and people will say, tikkun olam, go fix the world. And yes, that is a value. But the the question is, how do we go ahead of a value? Just running around being activists, it's a nice thing, but it's not necessarily a, a value that we see in Judaism over all the years. Judaism has been very much about bring the values inward, live the values that you that you hold precious, and allow that to affect the world rather than going and chanting and screaming and trying to change the world while you're inside, you're not actually sure what you stand for. You just know what you want the world to stand for. Wholesome individuals transform a world. Empty individuals with slogans can do much more damage than building. And when I see in today's day and age lots of people standing up for various ideals, often ideals which, at least in my value system, are ridiculous, um, I, I ask myself a simple question. Before you go around trying to change everybody else, can you get your own life in order? Focus inward. Figure out your values. Do you know what you stand for? Before you, you, know, you go scream about Jewish values, do you know what Judaism is? Do you know what Jewish values are? How? Who decides what Jewish values are? I found it ironic um, of you know, one of the articles that came out last week about somebody screaming what Jewish values are. And I asked myself, like, really? You're not exactly a person that's proud of your Judaism. And how do people just go around making a monopoly of what Jewish values are? I don't get to decide what Jewish values are. The Torah is. The Torah decides. And the Torah tells me what, what, what a value is. But until I don't know Torah, until I don't study my heritage, until I don't study my legacy, going around screaming what Jewish values are, I, personally, I find that's 
disingenuous. I remember hearing a talk by Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson where he was having a conversation with somebody and this fellow was, you know, talking about Jewish values and the future of Judaism, specifically in the United States, and this is what has to be done and people have to assimilate more in the culture and stop wearing your kippah, etc. And at some stage, Rabbi Jacobson turned to him and said, tell me, how many tractates of the Talmud are there? The fellow didn't know. He says, and tell me, how many tractates of the Talmud have you gone through? So the fellow says, none. And Rabbi Jacobson said, and again, this can be misconstrued as a judgmental statement, but it's not. It's a very profound statement. He says, if I never studied a medical journal and I walk around claiming that I know medicine simply because I have a body, do I have any validity? No. And that's what's going on with all the anti-vaxxers. A lot of people with very little medical knowledge convincing themselves they know better than the doctors. That's ridiculous. So too, to walk around screaming what Jewish values are, if you actually cannot say and claim that you've gone through an incredible amount of Jewish knowledge, is disingenuous. It doesn't mean that a Jew shouldn't be proud of their Judaism, even if they don't necessarily know that much. That's not my point. But standing and walking around claiming what Jewish values are, claiming that standing up for the Palestinians is a Jewish value, or claiming up to standing up for victims of any kind of thi- of any kind of hatred is a Jewish value. It could be, but it could be not. How, what's it based on? Often today, it's whatever I feel is a good value must be the you know the value that's that's a Jewish value. Really, says who? Because again, the only way I could bring Judaism's message to the world is by living Judaism. If I really believe in tikkun olam, if I really believe that the Jewish message is to bring goodness and kindness and generosity to the world, I can only do that by first living my true self. If I'm not myself, then how could I help you be you? Each and every one of us have our own role to play. And until we don't play our role, we cannot influence the world for good because it's an empty vessel influencing emptiness. Be your genuine self. Live yourself. I'll give you an analogy to what I'm saying. I've said this before. You know, often people in marriages, there's a lot of struggle, right? Now 50% divorce rate and the other 50% is a big question mark. How many of them are happy? And people go to marital therapy. Now, I'm not a therapist, so I have to say what I have to say with a caveat. I'm not a big believer in marital therapy. Not that there isn't value, but why? Because, truthfully, if he goes and does work on himself and she goes do, does work on herself and they both work on themselves, automatically, by osmosis, the marriage will mostly heal. Yes, there might be a little need for marital therapy and communication, but it's often not a marriage problem. It's often a personality problem. His issue or her issue or both their issues with themselves and the more they heal themselves, the more automatically the marriage will be healed. The more I heal myself, the more my parenting will be healed. My issue isn't parenting. My issue isn't marriage. It might be manifesting there. But if I'm, if I'm, if I'm growing within myself, if I'm working on my character, if I'm, I'm in a process of, of genuine growth, Everything will change automatically. You can't be a great person and a shocking parent. 
You cannot be a value-based, loving, generous, selfless person and have a bad marriage. It doesn't work that way. The issue, again, isn't marriage. It isn't parenting. It's us. And the same thing about the macro. The issues aren't big out there. Yes, they manifest as big issues out there, but ultimately it boils down to me doing my own work. Me figuring myself out. Each individual focusing on their own growth, focusing on their own values, being true to their heritage and their legacy, and then bringing it out. Jew and non-Jew alike, each person celebrating the, the heritage and legacy they come from, living it with with generosity, with genuinity, with, with, with passion. And slowly but surely, that transforms the world. What's the rush? In the last 200 years, we've had so many bad ideas that were rushed onto society. And each one of them just caused untold destruction. We rush into new things. We rush into new ideologies. We rush into new technologies. We rush into new um, ideas. Everybody, calm down. Play the long game. Build yourself up slowly. And Judaism has taught us that for thousands of years. Build up yourself as a nation, as an individual, and slowly but surely, that will spill out to the world organically. But get yourself right. Figure out who you are. Learn your heritage. Know your story. Rabbi Sachs always used to say, the more I am proud of who I am, the more I can impact the world through who I am. But if I don't know who I am, how am I supposed to impact the world? Focus inward. Focus on getting to know yourself, your story, your health, your passion, your mission in this world. And you'll be amazed, even if COVID doesn't get solved tomorrow, and even if all the politics doesn't get solved, you'll live more in peace. Because again, the key to your peace is not issues outside of you. It's you. Now, knowing your COVID status doesn't need to be costly or take forever. At Discount Pharmacies, you can reduce the cost and anxiety of waiting for results with a rapid COVID test. Book an antigen test, which can determine if a specific virus is present currently, or an antibody test, which in most cases can determine whether you have had a virus or not in the recent past. Book an appointment at this store near you on 0861-117427. Discam, a winning mind in a healthy body. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avton on 101.9 High FM. So we've been talking about this passion that so many people have to go save the world. And often we haven't figured out and saved ourselves. You know, now in the Northern Hemisphere is graduation time. Graduation from university, graduation from high school, and now is the, the time of the year of commencement addresses. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry that's had a bit of success in their life um, is invited to some prestigious university to sit there giving people all the wisdom that they need to know. And inevitably, every commencement address that I've heard at least ends by something like this. Dear graduates of 2021, the world needs you. Go bring your message to the world. Go transform the world. You will make the impact that other generations have. And it's all lovely and it's all fantastic. But the truth is, nobody invited me to give a commencement address. I'll give it right here on my Chai FM show. And I would say like this. Dear students, for the last few years, you've been told that you're going to change the world. 
Well, I have a, a, a challenge for you. For the next five years, can you get your life in order? Yes, give charity, try to support uh, causes, but before you go change everybody else, can you try to get your life in order, get a job, build a business that that's based on good values, not just money-making, build a relationship, that a romantic relationship that will please God last based on good values, focus on getting to know your heritage and your story, and then in five years' time or ten years' time, let's show up and see if we actually want you to change the world. There, you have it. What's my point? My point is, everyone's telling everyone to change the world. You're like, change the world with what? With some bad ideas that, you, that someone else taught you? With a, with, a, with a culture that tells us just to focus on, as, as long as you don't hurt anybody, you're right? With a culture that tells us that victims are always right and the strong one's always the perpetrator? Really? With, with narratives that fit into Instagram or, or basic simplicit, simplistic, simplistic narratives? Give me a break. I remember when we were in Yeshiva, um, studying, you know, Talmud for many, many hours a day. Our, our average day in Yeshiva was 7.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, five days a week. Then on Friday, half a day, and then Shabbos, Saturday, as much as possible, literally for, for months on end. It's a hectic lifestyle. And they often used to tell us, now, during these years, focus on yourself. Get yourself in order. Once a week, on Sat on Friday afternoons, we would go do some outreach. But for the rest of the week, it was focus on learning, focus on getting to know yourself, focus on getting to know the story. And I remember saying, but what do you mean? If the rest of my life I'm supposed to be doing outreach and, and, and impacting others, why am I spending my whole day in behind books? And I remember my teachers telling me over and over and over, how will you change others if you yourself don't even know what you stand for? Now you're going to spend thousands of hours a year, and your goal is going to be get to know your heritage, get to know the Talmud, get to know Jewish mysticism, get to know Jewish law, get to know Jewish history. And then hopefully one day you'll have enough. Obviously you won't have everything. You'll have enough that you could go share with others and inspire them. But get yourself in order. Most of us are not creating vaccines. Thank God the vaccines are being created by good people. Please God, most of us will have our vaccines within the next short while, or many of us. But again, that nothing will vaccinate us from our own pain. Nothing will vaccinate us from our own misguided values. Nothing will vac vaccinate us from ignorance. There is no vaccine for ignorance. There is no vaccine for stupidity. The only way to do it is to, is to work on ourselves. There's no vaccine that will make me a better person. There's no vaccine against jealousy. There's no vaccine against, against lust. There's no vaccine against pettiness, against faribles. There's no vaccine against this stuff. It's work. So everyone's screaming, unity, unity. We need a world united. Am I unified within myself? Am I unified between me and my siblings? Between me and my spouse? Between me and my children? Between me and my friends? Why is everybody trying to bring unity to the world if most of us cannot even bring unity in our small environment? It's almost easier to, to unify the world than it is to do ourselves, at least in our perception. I remember reading a book called Stalin's Daughter. It was all about Stalin. 
and his daughter, who eventually went over to the West. It's a fascinating book, but uh, horrifying, but fascinating. And one thing that came across as, as somebody whose family suffered tremendously from Stalin's madness, I lost many, many relatives in Stalin's purges in the 30s and 40s, um, I was just amazed by his own madness with himself. And I, I asked myself a simple question after reading. I mean, he drove his wife to suicide. She just couldn't handle it. His son ended up an alcoholic. His daughter ended up broken and eventually moved over to the West but never found happiness and just made some really interesting choices in her life. And I asked myself a simple question. If only this fellow, this madman, would get his own life in order, he could have spared 20 million lives and a country of 70 years of absolute harrowness. You just read his daughter describing what it meant to live around this man, you know, Joseph Stalin. And you're like asking yourself, Stalin, you tried to change the world, to bring the great Karl Marx ideology to hundreds of millions of people. On the road, you killed minimum 20 million people and maximum God knows how many. Nobody knows. And you couldn't get your own life in order. Your own marriage collapsed under insanity when your, your wife couldn't handle anyone. She took her life and your kids and your family. And you, you killed your own in-laws and, and everybody. You were so paranoid. So you tried to control an entire nation of hundreds of millions of people, but you couldn't control your own craziness, your own narcissism, your own paranoia. And the same with Hitler, you know, with his... Before he even, you know, went and became chancellor, it's crazy stories with his own niece, um, who he was obsessed with, and eventually she took her life, and another woman, and then, like, these people were madmen, eventually becomes an alcoholic, and you're like, you people went and destroyed the world, simply because you couldn't get your own life in order. Obviously, it's a simplistic narrative. They had terrible ideas, etc. But you often wonder, if you've only just did a little more work on yourself, would you go and bring this madness to millions, to trillions, I mean, to, to the entire planet? Can we stop having so many people, sorry for saying it this way, stop having so many people trying to save the world and have a lot more people trying to save themselves? And I think we'll be doing much better. What are your thoughts? This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avton on 101.9 Chai FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Yatsin from Linksfield Shul. We're wrapping up the show. We've been talking about focusing inward, that the work is inward, and looking at Jewish history, at the, at the message that we've learned, and that is as we build ourselves as individuals, as communities, as a nation, slowly but surely you can impact the world. But if you're running around trying to fix everybody else before you fixed yourself, history has shown that it, it always ends up in heartache and a disaster. Please God, COVID will go away soon. And please God, a lot of the issues that we're struggling with on the outside will go away soon. But until Mashiach comes, please God, may that be soon. We are not going to be at peace until we focus on ourselves. I'll work on our inner peace. I promise you, if the country right now got rid of all the corruption, if the economy was booming and the rand got stronger and stronger, if there was no, um, you know, radicals trying to cause friction, if everything in this country settled down, as if that's possible in this world, but, you know, let's be idealist. Do you really think that you would be at peace? 
Until we don't solve our own stuff, we don't find peace. Please God, all the things outside of ourselves solve us. You know, we'll be solved. But for our own peace of mind, for our own ideas, for our own emotions, for our own behaviors, there is no vaccine and there is no solutions. It is not dependent on anybody else other than me. I am the solution to my problems and you are to yours. Have a great day.